From the EPR Creation Studio, this is the Unconquered Podcast, Hot Takes Edition. I'm Jason Staples, talking about a win today for Florida State. They are now 3-0 and Odell, and Odell Hagan's now 2-0 and when a bowl game is on the line. Talk about no-blooded, that guy just gets it done, and gets it done the right way. Just want to pause for a second, out of respect for... Odell Hagens, the guy deserves it. You got to understand this, that Odell has been coaching since before I I was I got a you know cup of water with the team, and this guy has just has never wavered, has never stopped being. Just I, I mean, you talk about the salt of the earth, one of the best guys on the planet, and. Just really happy to see him do well anytime he does well. I mean, I don't think anybody quite understands who hasn't really spent any time with him quite understands what this means for those of us who do know him to watch him do well. Uh, Anyway, so just wanted to get that out first. But looks like Florida State's going bowling, and that is a really big deal on the heels of of an extremely uh, disappointing two years. And, you know, I've, I've seen some others, and including one member of the media talking about how Florida State hasn't won in years, and that's why Willie Taggart, uh, Taggart's firing was premature and all of that, that, you know, you don't, don't imagine that Florida State's where they used to be. They haven't won in years and all this. But, you know, I'm so tired of that already. I'm not even getting to the game. I'm opening with a little bit of a rant. I'm sorry. But you realize Florida State in 2017, yeah, they went seven and six. And yeah, they needed to reschedule a game to go to a bowl. But, and actually, I, I was, I had forgotten this. I went back and I double checked. You realize that that 2017 team was ranked ninth in SP. Plus? That's how unlucky that team was. And, and then you go back and you remember, like, wait a second, they were like five plays from undefeated coming into, uh, coming into the time when Fisher stepped away. Like, wait a second. That team was, that team was actually a lot better. And then they went from ninth in SP plus in uh, 2017 to 71st last year. And yeah, they lost a good amount of talent between the two years. And then we're 51st coming into this game. That's why, that's why the termination happened. I mean, let's be honest. You can talk about not winning in a while or whatever else, but the quality of play, the quality on the field was significantly down and, you know, if you go back anything prior to 2017, Florida State had been, uh, you know, kind of pretty good for uh, a decent stretch of years there, including an Orange Bowl the year before, Orange Bowl win the year before, went to a New Year's Six game and lost it in embarrassing fashion to Houston the year before that. And then, you know, you got playoff trip, 29 straight games and a national title in there this decade. I mean, come on. So anyway, you know, I, I do think that there's a lot of things that should be discussed about this sort of thing, and I think that a lot of that stuff's fair, but let's not pretend that Florida State is not still Florida State. <laughs> and let's not pretend that Odell Hagens is not still Odell freaking Hagens. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, Florida State beats Boston College 38-31. to The game basically went as expected, uh, and Florida State was... <laughs> Actually, this was unlucky in a lot of ways. They they actually played better than the than the final than the final score. You got a, a fumble that should have been an easy fumble recovery that was not recovered once again, <laughs> and that's you know that's par for the course this year. They they need to 
they need to spend some time in the offseason uh, doing uh, uh, doing drills that map well to, to to fumble recoveries or something. But uh, but this is a this is a team that that really they played. This is one of the best performances they've had all season. Uh, James Blackman. Yes, this is a bad, bad defense, but and I'm one of the worst defenses Florida State played this year. I mean, it's probably the one of the two or three worst. And this is actually Blackman's first opportunity, really getting a, a bunch of run against one of those really awful defenses. So far this year, it had been Hornybrook, who had played the really bad defenses and had benefited from that. Well, Blackman today, only 18 of 26 for 346 yards and two scores. Yes, that's not bad. You can live with that. That's... um. That's okay. Now, did he look great all the time? Not always. There were some mistakes he made, but overall, better. I thought the offense was run more smoothly. It, again, it's one of those things you have to wait until they play a defense with a pulse but uh, to, to see what difference it makes having Bryles doing everything rather than uh, having uh, Taggart involved with all of that. But uh, overall, offense looked more, more comfortable, uh, definitely moved more quickly today than they, than they had been which suggests that there'd been some uh, some discussion between plays, perhaps, at times, that didn't happen today as Bryles called the full game. And uh, ultimately, pretty quality performance here uh, for Florida State. But the, the thing that I think everybody is going to want to talk about after this one is Jordan Travis, three carries, 94 yards, and two touchdowns, including that 66-yarder to end it. And you start going, what in the world is going on with that guy not being on the field earlier this year. And, you know, I, I, I said it after the Clemson game that, look, if the, if the quarterbacks are going to be that ineffectual, if Florida State's quarterbacks are going to be that ineffective against a quality defense, then one thing you do know is you got Jordan Travis who can move. He can at least run and he can throw well enough to keep you off balance in some respects. He can throw the screen game and he can throw some quick game stuff and do do some of that well enough, even if maybe he's not as good a thrower as the other two. But he still can run a whole lot better than the other two. And you got to wonder, well, if the other two can't throw at all against the defense you're playing, maybe just do go go full veer or full read option. And, you know, this is what I was saying after the Clemson game and see what you can get with a running quarterback back there and just commit to it. Well, they gave Jordan Travis a couple packages today. <laughs> well, you got to wonder why they didn't do that before. And look, I mean, those of you who've listened to this show for a long time know that I tend to trust, I tend to argue that by and large, coaches have a lot more information than we do. They get to see practice. They get to see what these kids look like day in, day out. And they, they know their character. But, and, and as a result, you can normally, you can normally trust that coaches, coaches aren't in the interest of putting guys on the field that are going to be worse than the guys that, that they, that, that, uh, that would be replacing them that are, they were leaving on the bench just as a rule. But dang, what in the world? Why, why don't you at least have a couple packages for this kid earlier in the year when you're really struggling offensively, when it's pouring down rain at, uh, at Wake Forest and you're in the red zone and you wonder, well, why not just put a guy like Travis out there and run some of this stuff and make him have to account for the quarterback in the run game. And maybe you get something that you're not getting. Well, they did that today. And 
you know, on the one hand, I feel kind of, yeah, you know, I feel kind of smug because it's something I wanted. I wanted to see and it worked. Again, granted, against a really bad defense. But at the same time, I'm also kind of ticked off. Like, wait a second, you mean to tell me that you could have done that earlier this year and nobody thought of it? Nobody did it? Or at least it was blocked? Really? Ugh. Like I said, this is the hot take opportunity, so I'll, I'll get more, more of a look at some of this stuff later, but my hot take is, really, that you, you, you couldn't have, uh, not one snap earlier in the year? When you, when you couldn't complete a pass at different points? When you're trying to run all sorts of other stuff that those guys couldn't execute against the defenses that you're playing in those cases anyway, and you, you're, you're trying to run the ball to win the game, and you don't put a guy out there that at least makes him have to honor all 11? Okay. And yeah, you know, maybe, maybe it's true that, that he doesn't throw it well enough to keep a team honest for very long, and that eventually they just move a safety down or whatever, and that erases the, the advantage you get in the run game. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But even if it is true, I'm, I'm not saying that he needs to be the starter. I'm saying that you need to have a couple packages so that he, you can do some stuff with him. And the thing is, we have seen him throw. We, we know he throws well enough that if they are going to get really, if they're going to defend that like they're going to defend the Wildcat, then we know he can make some of those throws. It's not like the kid can't throw at all. So, mm, yeah. Now, defensively, still a bit rough. Uh, you know, this was a... Uh, this was a game where they gave up 508 total yards. Now, granted, that's 508 yards on 93 plays. There were a lot of plays in this game. 93 plays, so that's 5.4 yards per play. That's not awful, and that's, you know, along the lines of what we thought would happen against this Boston College team. That's about what, it's about right on, right on projection for what this defense would give up to Boston College. That's what, what was expected. So overall, not too bad. You'd like to see them give up a little bit less in the run game. Still way too soft there. And without Marvin Wilson on the field, you can see they just don't have another bell cow defensive lineman waiting in the wings. And again, if you're Malcolm Lamar and you didn't play in this game, not appreciably, you got to take that as a signal that, son, you were a left tackle. Marvin, Marvin Wilson's out and you're not, you're not really seeing the field at this point. You got to move to left tackle, son. The next staff needs to assess that and, and, and help out immediately. And that'll help them out immediately. Uh, you know, ask him to move and, you know, you don't have to deal with any promises made or anything like that and make the move. But Florida State, 524 yards, a uh, lot fewer plays. Let me see, uh, that was on uh, 26 plus 31. And uh, that is 57 plays. And that's a 9.1 yards per play. That's, that's better than even we expected coming into this game. He'll take that. Should have scored more points. Had, had, some, had four drops, four key drops that I can remember. I think maybe even more than that. Uh, you know, had, had some opportunities to, to put this game away early on. Didn't do it, but they took care of business. And offensively, like I said, looked, looked like you would hope against that bad Boston College defense. Defensively, they did enough, just not comfortable still watching that defense. It's going to have to get a lot better. Uh, Spring's going to need to be very good to erase some of the, uh, the technique and, and really get, get this team to play well. Uh, but the third coordinator 
really fourth defense in four years. That's going to be tough. Uh, next year is going to, there's going to be some, it's going to be difficult next year, but you still got 15 bowl practices. You still got an opportunity to, uh, to get better fundamentally over the course of the bowl practices to let the young guys get better. That's a huge deal. This is, this is, this is a big deal. Now, before I go, I want to thank my three sponsors. That's EPR creations, Louis Marquez of Keller Williams realty in Jacksonville, Florida, Garage makeovers down in Palm Beach and Broward County. And then, of course, I want to thank those patrons above the bleached numbers level. That is Keith Cheney, Casey Kidd, Chris Chartrand, Andrew Garrett, Brian Leninger, and Bert Bertoldi. Appreciate all the support. Oh, and I should mention also in these hot takes, it's worth noting that PJ Fleck in Minnesota pulled, pulled a huge upset against a, uh, an overrated slightly, but still really good Penn State team. Uh, and you know, Penn State team that should have lost to Michigan. They, Michigan dropped a football in the end zone that that should have uh, should have changed the outcome in that one. But still, they didn't. This is a good Penn State team, a team that's pretty well coached. And Fleck and Minnesota definitely do not have a talent edge in that one. Came out and won that game as an underdog. That's actually worth noting if Florida State doesn't get a positive uh, answer from the guy they've been talking to, which. That answer probably uh, gets get, or that decision probably gets made here in the next uh, in the next few days, uh, and then you know they would move on, and Fleck would be right at the top of the list in terms of guys to talk to. Fleck has still not signed that contract extension that he has agreed in principle to, and if you're Fleck, you wouldn't sign that either, not yet, because there's some other programs that are coming in, and I know for a fact that he would be interested in the Florida State job, and the, not only that, but that he would take the Florida State job. A couple other guys that are still uh, worth interviewing on that board, but Fleck is, uh, you know, I, I'd said earlier in the in the uh, in the in the season that, or earlier last week actually, that uh, you know Minnesota's undefeated situation this year was largely the result of a really soft schedule, and that's still true. But this game, this is not a soft schedule situation. They they went out and they won a, they won a, a legit game, and that tells you something about where Fleck has that program. You can't just. You don't you don't want to just trust on well they're undefeated or he's got them you know winning on on track for uh, maybe a ten win season or better. You don't want to just trust that it matters who you play and who you beat. Well, in this case, they actually went out and they beat somebody with more talent. That's something that really didn't happen under Willie Taggart at Florida State. And if Florida State goes out there and beats teams that have more talent than them, well, that's uh, that's a pretty limited pool in general. So worth noting about Fleck and. Uh, Again, about the uh, decisions that are happening at Florida State. Uh, I think one of the reasons that things are still quiet is if you listen to the people from the very top of the organization at Florida State, they still have, they have not quit on the Bob Stoops thing. And uh, they're waiting on that decision actually to be finalized one way or another before they move on. So that tells you that, I mean, again, I've heard from the Stoops side that it's just not happening, but that was not from Bob himself. That was from someone who, who knows really well but given given where some of this stuff's coming from from the Florida State side, I, I don't think it's completely uh, completely bogus. So uh, we'll we'll see where this goes. But if uh, if that doesn't come through, and I still I still would bet against it. But you know, but I've 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 been wrong before on that sort of thing. Uh, if that if that doesn't happen, then you know this makes Fleck a much more interesting candidate. I think uh, moving forward. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap there. As I said. Thanks to all uh, all my sponsors, all of the patrons over there at Patreon, and also very much appreciate uh, those of you who uh, watch those and uh, those not above the bleach numbers. Really appreciate the support of those who uh, 
participate over there. I'm going to get a couple things up this week uh, as we move forward. This has been the Unconquered Podcast, Hot Takes Edition. I'm your host, Jason Staples. Thanks for listening. I made this.